Welcome, audience, to another bi-weekly episode of Fixing Healthcare from the Trenches, a podcast designed to really bring awareness to what our healthcare challenges are. And uh, today's uh, actually a very special day because typically we've interviewed uh, clinicians, people who are in the trenches, but we decided to uh, speak with what, a patient, a patient of mine on, on several different occasions. So we were going to bring to light some of the challenges in workers' compensation. So he's going to tell his story. And then um, then he became a patient again outside of workers' comp, right, with, with regular commercial insurance, which had its challenges as well. Uh, and then now he's a patient again because you, you got into a, a, a car accident yeah. working or no? Yeah, yeah. Was at work. Uh, you're at work, yeah. So I, I bumped into him in a hall at the, the Ortho Now Rehab facility a few weeks ago. I said, you know what? We should have you podcast because um, uh, I want to say that he also received an award. It's actually the second time I've gotten the award for the uh, injured worker. So it basically profiles somebody in the state of Florida who went back to work after a very significant injury. So he went up to Orlando to get the award and uh, I, I think it's just tremendous. And you know, we'd love to see a lot more attention to that. Uh, particularly, you know, with the challenges right now, you know, with, with the police officers and all the public, I mean, they need to see all these good stories and there's, there's a ton of them, a lot more than the bad stories, that's for sure. So uh, Officer Ramirez has been on the, um, now with the city of Miami force for uh, 13 years. He's been a motorcycle uh, officer and he, uh, he had an, an unfortunate accident with his partner. Yes. So, um, and those of you who want to kind of see the video about, we got a little clip of the, of the accident, it was probably traumatic for you, uh, but he's very open to uh, educating the public about, about what happened and what we can do to improve our system. So welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So what, what happened that day? Tell us. So that day we were actually working a police funeral where we buried one of uh, oh, a wow. local uh, nearby jurisdiction that had an officer who passed in a, in a car accident as well. Hmm. Um, we finished the funeral and at that time I was on my way back to our police headquarters. And uh, this vehicle just turned in front of me as I was traveling. Well, with your partner? What are your partner? With my partner, yes. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, it was a distracted driver. Um, and she just made a left-hand turn on front of us while we had the right of way and they threw me over, destroyed both motorcycles, yeah. uh, seven fractured ribs, uh, my, just, uh, broken collarbone. Um, I had minor bleeding in the brain and, uh, a, uh, a torn ligament within the thumb. Uh, thankfully, you were able to take care of it as well, too. So they, they took uh, you to, to Jackson, right? Which yes. Uh, so for which me. I want to, you know, give a shout out to. Which one of the, you know, I trained at Bellevue oh. in New York. It's the same thing. It's one of the, you know, if I have a severe injury, yes. please take me there. Yes. Okay. We actually have <laughs> stickers in some of our police cars that say, "If I get injured, take me to Jackson Trauma." So trauma, yeah. Yeah. the trauma team over there is phenomenal. I've been there a few times, so they they they're on point and they they know what they're doing over there. Yeah. Uh, and we also see what they do when a patient comes in uh, from from uh, suffering other gunshot wounds or any any other type of trauma. Yeah, some, um, some, some poly trauma. Yeah. So so you were um, but once you got cleared in terms of the head injury, thank God wasn't that severe, and you had a pretty displaced clavicle, right, collarbone fracture, correct? And you had continued pain in the thumb. So you were in the hospital a while, but then what what happened there? Because at that point. Right, we should be talking about treatment. Absolutely. What what happened? So at that point, I got uh, discharged and was following a a med prescription medication uh, regimen and and told to be on bed rest, especially with the uh, fractured ribs. But uh, it wasn't until I had to c 
continuously call um, workers comp and and uh, follow up with the hospital to see what it is where 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 is my next step what am I supposed to do because I I still feel a lot of pain in my thumb who am I supposed to see so the next step was oh I need to go see a workers comp clinic okay. where at that point they would redo uh, do an entire evaluation again and take it from there and then see where it is that they refer me to so that didn't happen until I started inquiring. And uh, we're talking about three weeks after I got discharged <laughs> that I was dealing with this. So you were in a world-class trauma center. Obviously, I, had, yes. I know the colleagues who were very good who could have put a plate right. on your collarbone, could have fixed the, uh, you know, I know the hand surgeons there, but it's it's more a problem with the system, right? Problem, obviously, because, yeah. yeah. So I remember when I saw you, it was almost four weeks out. Yes. And you had kept asking the work a cop doctor, which obviously is a generalist, right? It's a right. usually family practice physician yes. that works kind of shifts in these OC health centers, but they don't they don't know orthopedics. You can't expect right. them to. Um, so they don't know which collarbones need can heal conservatively or which ones need to be fixed. Correct. Right. Absolutely. And I think that delay is what affected it too, since um, I did go back and see the x-rays from trauma because I was a little concerned that they I was released with a displaced collarbone fracture, but it was actually, uh, it wasn't displaced. It got displaced after the fact, since there was such a large delay, oh, wow. nobody was able to, to see it until four weeks after that you came in and you did a whole full screen yeah. of even, you know, things beyond, you know, hand and shoulder. So um, that's when you saw, hey, and you put me in surgery literally the next day. So, next day, yeah. Yeah, we did, which is unusual. We did surgery on both sides, same yeah. time, but you know, the, the name of the game, right, is, has to be efficiency. We have to worry about healthcare costs. So, you know, for me to take you to all our plate, the left clavicle, and then a different day fix the thumb. I, we, I just said, you know, as long as you're the right kind of patient, yeah. which you were, <laughs> did you mind, you know, being inconvenienced yeah. a bit? Yeah. No, and you was. and you did great, right? We yes, you did great. You and your right. mission to me was, hey, we knock this out now. Your recovery will be this date, and yeah. effectively that date I was uh, discharged. So. But that whole process could have been a whole month earlier. And I think what the, the public needs to understand, and my God, I mean, if anybody listening is, you know, is, an, say, an employer, a big company, I mean, think about this. How do how do your injured workers get cared for? Because when it's not done efficiently, right, waiting a whole month, that's a whole month of medical bills that are being generated and delaying the month of you coming back to work. Correct. Right. And, and that's uh, uh, that service that's not being provided to the public, at least in my aspect. Absolutely. The department is down one officer. So right. and that one officer makes a big difference uh, and when it comes to our minimum staffing numbers and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah that's a national problem. Isn't yes. it with the police? I remember reading uh, in Topeka, uh, Washington is a major problem. That crime is down, thank God, because they're, they're not, you know, <laughs> No pun intended, but they're not handcuffing the police as much anymore, thank yeah. God. Uh, but they, they have less officers. So when something like this happens to you, it's, uh, you know, every week counts. You're out. And same thing if you're in construction, right? In Miami, there's a ton of construction. And you wouldn't believe how many folks I, I treat. And there's this huge delay. I'm thinking, wow, that, that company is out their best sheetrocker, their best framer, right? Their best, you know, uh, plumbing guy for weeks and weeks. Um, so I... I you know, the question is, what can we do to bring attention to this? Because we live in a country, right, with really, really exemplary ex health care. I mean, it's it's not that it's the system, right? right? So you uh, you recovered, you went back. Uh, there's a nice video where you're, you're riding the, the motorcycle and 
And then you you got this award and went to Orlando. Absolutely. Well, thanks yeah. to you and your team, yeah. you know, we were we were uh, we were selected, and it was you know it was amazing going up there. It was a great experience, and uh, I'd do it again. You know. So what I was what I was curious about is we you know I've mentioned several times because I think you know let's just say public relations, image, perception is so important in our society, especially more now. That did you feel like that the the city or even the department like talked about the fact that you came back to work after such a severe injury because a lot of people kind of malinger i mean yeah they yeah, do yeah. uh but at least uh, they did not expect a such a fast recovery mm -hmm. based on the injuries i sustained um i was technically ready to get back uh within three months and we uh after the x-rays you wanted to give it that extra month just to make sure the, the bones were were fully healed and yeah. that extra month did help because I felt more uh, movement and range of motion. Um, so, you know, if I wanted to give it three months, three months for all those injuries was to me great. These, oh, great. they expected I was going to be out a whole year. You know, <laughs> they didn't even think I was going to get back on the motorcycle, but based on how I was feeling after, uh, after the quick recovery, I was, I was ready to get back on. Yeah, but and it often happens again because of, and you saw the delays for you to get that initial care, and then even once you've had the care, there are delays. So this is the thing we have to work on, and and you know that's the reason for this podcast. So anybody who's listening, please, you know, reach out to us, and you know what ideas do you have to make this better? Because it's not that it's changing, right? I told you the other day I saw by coincidence two police officers, same department. One guy had a, a he also was a, a motorcycle, and he had this road. Road burn, you know, that you guys get it. And, um, but his elbow, all I needed to really clear him was I needed an MRI because I was worried about a ligament. And so the x-rays, he had a minor fracture, but I wasn't worried about that. I was worried more about the ligament. And uh, I could tell you, he sat around with his wife for about two hours and we couldn't get the authorization. Well, if I had the MRI 20 feet away, right? I mean, my MRI is through that wall. What is the problem? If I can, if I can do that study, just like an X-ray, right? We don't send people out nowadays for an X-ray, but if an office invests the time and money to have an MRI and a magnet, let's let's yeah. just get it done. Especially if you're already saying you're here. Yeah. So, so that you know, we get we get, uh, uh, you know, again, you know, handcuffed, hogtied yeah. by uh, by this authorization process, right. and it's a shame because now I, I don't know where he went. To get the MRI, and that's the problem there. Yeah. That you have all the you have yeah. all the capabilities and software and programming and and equipment to get that done. But now they want to go and see who they have on rotation, who's a, an approved vendor to do the MRIs, and that's where I think the delay comes in because now they have to send them off to get it somewhere. I guess where I guess the MRI comes out cheaper. You know. Well, you know, the irony, it's not that because nowadays insurance kind of dictates that. So it's not a, it's not much of a cost comparison except oh, yeah. for our, our self-pay patients, yeah. which we see a lot of. And we're able to work with them. But, you know, time is money. So the fact that he has to go somewhere and get the MRI now, come back yeah. and have you see it. Yeah. That's where the delay is to getting him back to work. That's true. And this is the, what true. we want to change. And then uh, and then there was another officer um, on Monday night. Don't recall what it was, but I, it's just very, it is very frustrating for me and my, my staff because we see this and we say, we want to work. I mean, I met with the mayor and I said, let's, let's work together to improve this. And there's a huge economic consequence. I mean, you should care anyway, right? Yeah, because absolutely. of, you know, this is people's uh, livelihood and, and healthcare, but let's just move past that. Let's just talk about the economics. And in this country, it's now 20% of our GDP. We are twice as expensive as the next 
uh, industrialized country on the list of, of, of healthcare costs. And, and it's, it's very obvious to those of us in the trenches why that is. It's because there is this bureaucracy and there is this, uh, uh, just the authorization problem alone is a big deal. So then you were, you were doing fine. You were back at work and then you came in one day yeah. and I think you came in, did you go to ortho now? Yes, or, I yeah. did go to ortho now. Yeah. So I suffered, a, a, a an injury to my hand, to my left hand, uh, which is the same hand that I had the clavicle fracture. I fractured now two fingers, my middle finger and my ring finger on my left hand, uh, not work related. <laughs> so I was able to see the other side of not using workers comp. And literally, I walked in because I already knew, you know, that the injury that I had, I needed to go see a hand specialist. Um, immediately as I walked in, they say, hey, let's get some x-rays done. And immediately we were scheduled for surgery. And yeah. So if, if, if those uh, fractures had been minor, and unfortunately, most of them are, they would have put the right immobilization treatment. You, you wouldn't even see me. Um, you know, we're buddies now. So you would have, you know, showed me the x-rays. But. Uh, but I would have agreed with the ortho now clinician. But in this case, it was very obvious to that clinician that this needed to be fixed. So we, we scheduled you within days with, uh, and you have a couple, um, so show your hand, we have a couple uh, mini, yeah. one of them was much worse than the other. The remember. Yeah. One, yeah. Uh, but you, you know, you've got good function. Yeah. And again, that has an economic consequence because if you were not referred to really the right person for this, think about how Absolutely. long you'd be out of work, yeah. how, yeah, so these are things that we, we we have to think about as a society, and that's what our goal is. So you, um, yeah, so you have to go. When you went out, you you went out of network, right? Correct, right? Yes. With, with me because yes. I and I I don't make any apology about this. If you look at what what the, the surgeons, I can't speak for my poor primary care colleagues because they're really getting killed. But you know, even us, I mean, what they're paying in network to do some of these surgeries. It's just absurd. I mean, I, I say it all the time. My jet ski mechanic oh, does yes. better. You know, that's my, that. that's my, because it's really, you know, I just had it yeah. redone. My, my son's uh, 14. And so you can imagine. Yeah. Um, so, so we had to redo it and it, it's just amazing those costs. And, you know, you look at our overhead here, right? Cause oh, it's not, absolutely. yeah, it's not just what you're reimbursed for the surgery, but it's what your cost is to run a practice. practice. Um, so, so you did well with that, fortunately. And, um, and then now you're you're being you're being seen for for a couple um, yes so that's a minor a, spine uh, yeah so that's the beautiful thing about hiring everything under one roof meaning uh, I'm next door getting uh, physical therapy done I had a uh, was involved in a vehicle accident um, again four fractures to the ribs uh, wow. a cervical spine sprain um, fractured sternum um, so I've I've with all the therapy I've been getting I've been Recovering so in that case, that. I mean, a fractured sternum and ribs, I could understand. I, in this case, I could understand if the work comp said, well, no, we really want you to be seen at a, a hospital or something. Right. So, yeah, but you ended up coming pretty promptly to ortho now after that or what? what well, because I pushed, you pushed, I pushed and I was like, yeah. hey, and I think and what helped in this case is that I have I have so a history right. coming to ortho now. So it's like, oh, well, it was able to get approved. But if a patient doesn't put in that legwork, it, it won't get done. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that's a problem. So, involved, you yeah. know, again, we, we want to meet, I mean, I've done it. I've met with administration. Um, I'm not sure why something doesn't change. Maybe, you know, maybe it's just that the process isn't understood. Correct. And, uh, but we're here to keep, to keep, uh, you know, explaining. I mean, Orton has been open 13 years. So it, it, it it's not like, you yeah. know, and it's a phenomenal concept. I yeah. think, uh, 
if if everyone were to go into that direction where they can walk into one place and get everything done uh during one facility or even if it has to be referred out but at least you went to that one place that yeah, you know handles and knows everything and you got all the right practitioners in here clinicians i think it's the way to go and and it's you know it's happening but it's just slow acceptance and whether it be the public and particularly the insurance industry what we i try to tell insurance industry is that we actually save you money right i mean it's it's uh and, and they they still don't really get it um there are um the different types of there's cardiac centers now open walking in there's women's centers there's pediatric yeah. urgent care because if you go with your kid to regular urgent care you know a lot of the, the more subtle things in kids the the, the adult physicians don't understand that you yeah, know that no. scares me you know the kids with a you know with croup oh, or, absolutely. or something uh, so it, it just it, it and not only is there a health healthcare consequence but obviously the, the cost so Knowing all this and what you've been through, what would you say, you know, we ask our guests, what would be three basic things that you would try to get instituted to improve our healthcare system? Well, that first and foremost would be, would be, you know, I've, I've been noticing in the few <laughs> clinics that I've gone to, um, patients have been, have, they've had appointments very prolonged. At least not here. You you see your patients pretty promptly. Everybody knows that on Mondays you're doing your Tuesdays you're doing surgery. You're showing it on live, but you know sometimes people are trying to see specialists and they won't get an appointment until two three months two, three down months, the wow. down the line. And that's what I've been seeing and hearing from from. I personally have an experience. The only experience I had was was having to see you almost four weeks out after my uh, my injuries, but. Um, so a lot of times it's a backlog with the practices, right? Correct. It's not, yeah. So that's, and then this is the thing the public needs to understand. I mean, there is going to be a uh, shortfall of 140,000 physicians in this country in the coming decade. So this is, you know, the, we've grown in population, right? And yet we, we haven't kept pace with that. You know, fortunately, our mid-level colleagues, like you know, Kate, my PA, who's phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, you know, she knows more hand yeah. than my colleagues who do, you know, spine and yeah. And their, their, you know, PA or nurse practitioner knows more spine than I know, yeah. right? Because they're doing that every day. So we have to really get people to the right clinician. So, um, so number two would be number two, um, and I think that's just a nationwide uh, the the cost of insurance premiums and uh, prescription. I know we do have several entrepreneurs that are trying to take over that that issue, at least in the prescription. Uh, uh, drug costs well, reducing. Mark, yeah, Mark Cuban is Mark uh, Cuban. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> so, by the way, I've tried to reach yeah, out with him with yeah. uh, Doctor uh, uh, with uh, Doctor Drew. I've been yeah. on the Doctor Drew show twice, and uh, so, but but yeah, that that's that'll be great. That's so, and I know, and I from what I've been hearing and seeing, it's you know it it really is helping out, and that's what some of these uh, entrepreneurs are doing with their with their funds and their knowledge and capability of helping out the public. Right, right. Um, so yeah, that, no, it is. It is getting better. We saw that there was a bill passed for Medicare in terms of particularly for uh, insulin, which is so so vital. I mean, if people don't get their insulin, the the costs, the healthcare costs down the road yeah. of uh, you know renal or kidney failure and eye problems, uh, I mean, are catastrophic. So, um, all right. So number three and number three is trying to, and I think we touched a little bit on on the first issue is trying to get or motivate. Um, 
our educators to see if they can we can have a higher uh, I guess people studying or students studying these practices because what's gonna happen look we have a shortage now of pilots so mm -hmm. what's gonna happen when you know we have a shortage of of clinicians and doctors and and practitioners where what what do we fall on where where is the practice going to and what what are we going to do you know it's you mentioned it already it takes several months i know that all yeah. the time because i my practice now because i'm out of network i can see now the public has to understand that you know things you know there's no free lunch right you want to see a good you know what you want to see a good a really good plumber you're going to pay a bit more certainly an attorney i can tell you that yeah. uh the, you know you just and the public has to realize that the healthcare has a cost so you have to say well you know my hand or whatever area it is 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 worth something to me and the public has to realize that the insurance company is not really going to take care of you unfortunately uh so we're going to see changes so my three are, are and you you've alluded to this the right clinician at the right time yeah. so that saves a lot of money you see the right type of a doctor or, or nurse practitioner, what have you, who really knows that area, you're going to save a lot of money and, and time, right? And you're going to get a better outcome most of them. All right. Um, number two is, uh, I say this all the time, is the authorization thing's killing us, right? What I need is oversight. We need oversight, not authorization. So when I saw your your colleague, the officer, if, if somebody saw that I was ordering MRIs on every single elbow that came in the office, then they should say, hey, Dr. Bidia, we're yeah. going to look at your records. And I understand that I good good doctors would welcome that. Um, but that's not done. So there's there are hurdles in every step of the way. Uh, and then the last one is what we're doing. And thank you for this is, is, is education, public education about what the challenges are. The question is, what can we do to get the public interested? Now, I don't I don't purport to be, you know, to have the following of a Joe Rogan or something. Right. <laughs> but. We're getting, you know, well, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I wonder what it is because there's a lot of issues out there that people get very passionate about. Uh, I mean, you know, save the whales. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm going to the Arctic, by the way, in, in, in but, 10 oh, days. So I'm going to see whales. So I love wildlife, but, but geez, you know, we gotta, we gotta care about this issue as well. Since we've met, I think that has been what you've harped on the most. Uh, and you've really taken a passion and a mission to accomplish this. And I think, uh, we, you know, the whole public, I thank you and the public should thank you for oh, all the work you. that you do. Well, one who, who should be thanking is us for you. Keep us safe. <laughs> uh, you know, Officer Ramirez, you know, won this award, got back to work. And uh, we need to support our, our, our police officers, all our first responders. Uh, the other day, you know, we had an incident in our operating room and, you know, the EMT and the fire rescue all was here in minutes. It's, and the lady's doing fine. Wow. Um, so it, it is an amazing system that we all have to support. Yes. And well, till uh, till the next one, which will not be in two weeks because I will be in the Arctic. Nice. So I will be trying to you know save the whales and uh, <laughs> a little downtime for me. But it's actually a conference, yeah. believe it or not. It's an orthopedic conference on a, on a ship. More knowledge. That will be yeah. So exactly, we, we never stop learning. More knowledge. So uh, it will be in three weeks. And uh, please stay tuned. And, and all I ask of people listening, if you think that the the comments and that, that uh, Officer Ramirez brought to light. You think these are important issues, please share it. We you know, we all like likes and stuff, but if you can share it, particularly to, 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 to thoughtful people, people, your friends who really care about issues in our society, uh, let them know. And the easy way to do it is just, you know, hit that little share button, okay? So till next time, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.